Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Football Garbage Time NFL Podcast. My name is Hakun Wong and I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Football Garbage Time. And with me today is my co-host, Joanne Kong of Football Garbage Time, who's going to be joining me for this special episode where we're going to be covering just process today. Hey, Joanne, how you doing? All right, so we got lots to talk about today. And this, kind of, this idea kind of came up because... We've been uh, playing at Thrive Fantasy, as you know, Thrive Fantasy, one of our sponsors, and looking at prop bets, and we've been winning lots of money. So we figured, hey, why not share this with our audience, our favorite prop bet picks every week. So hopefully from this point forward, you'll be hearing us every week, giving you our four or five favorite prop bets, player prop bets every week, and hopefully you'll get to use that on Thrive Fantasy and elsewhere and win some money. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get this rolling. Okay, so let's get this started. And, and what we did was we looked at player props for week 11 of the NFL. And we decided, well, which one of these would we be willing to put our own money on? And which one of these would we, want, would we recommend to you to consider for your player props in week 11? So I'm going to get started with my first player prop pick. And maybe this is going to surprise everybody, particularly after watching what happened on Monday night between the San Francisco 49ers and the Los Angeles Rams. But I'm going to be talking about the, the prop bet for George Kittle, tight end for the San Francisco 49ers. And I am actually going to take the under on 6.5 total reception. So that's George Kittle, the tight end for San Francisco, and I'm going to take the under on 6.5 total receptions. And here's why. George Kittle, he's averaged about five receptions per game and has only exceeded six receptions once this season. And that was week seven. I'm sorry, that was week three with just seven. So he's only exceeded six receptions once. That was in week three. 49ers are clearly a run first team. I think we all know that. Eli Mitchell now healthy and uh, all the options they have there. They're definitely a run first team. That's what they did in order to beat the LA Rams. And in week 10 against the LA Rams, you know, they actually crushed them by rushing the ball 44 times with only 19 pass attempts. That means that 70% of their offensive snaps are run plays. Now, I can't imagine they're going to deviate from that script having having so much success against the vaunted Rams defense, even with Von Miller. So I would be surprised if when they they face off with the Jacksonville Jaguars, (laughs) those Jacksonville Jaguars defense, which is arguably arguably slightly better uh, at defending the run than the pass, but really just terrible uh, as a defense all the way around, but I, I think that they're not going to change that script. I think the 49ers are going to get early in the scoreboard and they'll likely milk the rest of the game away on the ground, which means less receptions for George Kittle. And he'll get his, but I'm going to take the under on 6.5 total receptions. My pick is going to be Christian McCaffrey, and he is going for 72.5 total rushing yards. And I'm going to go with the under for Christian McCaffrey against the Washington football team. Uh, that might sound a little crazy to some people because you're thinking Washington, but <laughs> look what they did in week 10 against the Bucks, only allowing 53 rushing, rushing yards. I mean, that is amazing. And if you look at their statistics throughout the season, I mean, they are one of the top best defenders against the run game, only less than 100 yards per game 
averaging 97.1 yards. And it's just Christian McCaffrey, he's out there, he's healthy, and you might be thinking, no way, not this guy. But <laughs> I'm going to say Christian McCaffrey in the run is going to be held below 72.5. Yeah, and, and I think that you had mentioned earlier in the, pre-game, in the pre-show, uh, Joanne, that um, they do allow plenty of passing yards and receiving yards. But since this is only a rush yard bet, uh, Christian McCaffrey maybe will get 72.5 if you included the receiving yards, but not just rushing alone. Right. I mean, uh, combined, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to, uh, I don't know if I would go with this 72.5. I mean, Christian McCaffrey is, is dangerous in the pass game as well as the run game. But if you're t- talking about rushing yards, you're talking about Washington, they've really stepped up. Um, even with Chase Young gone um, early in the game last week, they still held the box. I mean, that is that is a lot of credit to their defense. Yep, it definitely is. And definitely the best they've seen their defense this entire year. So uh, my second pick of the day is the uh, is David Montgomery. And that is a 75.5 total yards. That's rush yards plus receiving yards. And I'm going to take the over on 75.5 total yards. So, again, that's rush yards plus receiving yards. And that's David Montgomery against the Baltimore Ravens. Now, except for the week three game against the Browns was a historically bad performance by the Bears offense against the Browns, primarily due to poor play calling and Justin Fields' lack of experience. David Montgomery has consistently exceeded 75.5 total yards in every other game he's played this season. Now, granted, that's only four games because he's been injured a lot. But what we saw in week 10 when he got back back from his injury is that he's still getting the lion's share of the running back touches in Chicago. Then, um, and honestly, the Ravens, they have a decent run defense, but they have the worst pass defense in the league. And you're thinking to yourself, well, okay, well, doesn't that kind of say that you're probably going to expect more passing from the Bears offense? And my answer to that is, have you seen the Bears offense? They are not a passing team. The Bears do best when they run first with design play action for field. So I expect Montgomery to get plenty of opportunity, both running and catching the ball. And of course, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that the Bears have the fifth most rushing yards per game of any team in the NFL this season. That's 136.5 rushing yards per game. And that's just rushing yards. So I think that Montgomery can exceed 75.5 total yards in week 11, particularly since this includes both rushing and receiving yards. Yeah, I'm on the fence of that one. I'm not sure. <laughs> I know you don't agree with me yeah, on that. I'm not sure if uh, David Montgomery will be able to even – you know, meet those numbers combined. Yeah, well, I, 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 and I know that there is some homerism on my part, you know, full disclosure. I am a Bears fan, as you all know, uh, so maybe it's a little bit of wishful thinking. But I think, you know, David Montgomery, one of their best weapons um, on the field, and if they want to have uh, any hope of beating Baltimore and they're at home, then they're going to be, they're going to stick, stick to their game plan. Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, play action, Justin Fields, design run, and, uh, and, and we'll see what happens after that. That's definitely true. David Montgomery, I like him a lot, but I mean, the only reason I would say that that would be a good your would be a good pick was because Baltimore is kind of slipping a little. Yeah. Their defense is really like going into the toilet. Yeah. Um, but like you said, David Montgomery isn't the only one that runs. So Justin Fields also runs. Yeah. So on the ground. David Montgomery might not see the line share of that. Yeah, well, uh, I guess we'll see how it t- turned out. But I-, I felt heartened by the fact that he uh, got the majority of the running back touches in the backfield and um, and d- didn't have to worry about Khalil Herbert taking any of those uh, too many of those touches. So we'll see how that plays out. But I'm I'm on David Montgomery for 
over 70.5 total yards. So my next pick is Austin Eckler, and that is rushing yards and receiving yards, 88.5. So I'm going to go with the over for Austin Eckler. Um, the Chargers are playing Pittsburgh uh, on Sunday, and I got to say, like, I like those chances for the Chargers, <laughs> even though they've been, you know, hit or miss, like Eckler has, you know, not been putting up such great numbers uh, in week 10 against Minnesota, only 59 yards combined, rushing and receiving. I mean, that's really low for him. Uh, most of his numbers are, you know, exceed over, you know, most of the season over 100. So I think against Pittsburgh, though, their defense is just terrible. So I think uh, if the Lions could get 229 rushing yards uh, um, <laughs> in week 10 against Pittsburgh, I'm going to say Austin Eckler could probably get 88.5. Yeah, because combined rush yards and receiving yards. And, of course, the Pittsburgh Steelers may be without T.J. Watt, who was injured in the last game, who's right. questionable to come back, and who knows if he'll be available in Week 11. And uh, to your point, Joanne, the Pittsburgh Steelers actually allow the um, eighth um, most eighth most uh, rushing yards in the NFL at 123 rushing yards per game. So uh, it's maybe surprising for people who are – uh, a season uh, or expect the steel curtain to keep be that strong defense that we expect out of uh, out of Pittsburgh, not so much this year on the ground. So uh, interesting there. And I'm on board with that. Austin Eckler. Uh, I think he has so much potential. And of course, he's a real weapon there in Los Angeles and they really need a win uh, this weekend. So I see them going all out there. So my last uh, prop pick of the day is Najee Harris. And the prop bet this week is 1.5 total touchdowns. So that's including and receiving touchdowns. So 1.5 total touchdowns. I am going to take the over on that. I'm going to take the over on that. Now, in nine games played in his rookie season, Najee Harris has never had more than one total TD. I know that. I know that. However, he's had a TD in six of nine games he played. So he's always a good bet to get into the end zone. And the question is whether he can get two total touchdowns in week 11. And if ever there was an opportunity, it would be against the aforementioned Los Angeles Chargers. The Chargers have allowed the most rush yards per game by a very large margin, 155.1 rushing yards per game. That's 20 yards more than the closest, the next closest team, and that's the Houston Texans, the miserable Houston Texans. The Chargers are 20 yards per game worse than that against the run. And they've allowed the third most total rushing touchdowns this season, 12. 12 rushing touchdowns this season. That's more than one a game. On the flip side, the Chargers also allow the fourth least passing yards per game, 206, and the third least total passing touchdowns this season. So they don't allow a much over the air, but they allow everything on the ground. So with this particular uh, prop bet, we're looking at rushing touchdowns and receiving touchdowns, and they love to feed Najee Harris. The Steelers will probably take advantage of this weakness that the Chargers have. They're going to grind away in the ground. They love to do that. They're not a dynamic passing offense, at least not, not since Big Ben has been Big Ben this year. And, that, and I think that's going to mean tons of opportunity for Harris and nice potential for his first two touchdown game. And so I'm taking the over 
a 1.5 total touchdowns for Najee Harris this week against the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going to have to agree with you on that. Yeah. I think uh, I think uh, everyone has their day. We've seen it. And um, I think this might be Najee Harris's week. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Chargers have been had a lot of holes in their defense. And Pittsburgh, also very poor. But yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, opposite that, Dante Harris has been had a great season. Like yeah. whether he scores a touchdown or not, like he's there, he's working hard, and you know if he could do it, you know, good for him. Yeah. This would be the week. Well, he's gonna have, he's getting plenty of opportunity. They're definitely leaning really heavily on him. And aside from that, Dante Harris also a really nice guy. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> And a really good story, you know? I mean, he was uh, homeless at one point. So, obviously, Najee Harris, we're all rooting for him. Two touchdowns. I'm taking the over on 1.5 total rushing touchdowns and receiving touchdowns combined. And that takes us to the end, I believe, here of our of our prop picks. Yeah. So, thank you so much for listening. And uh, we will be back next week with more prop picks for you. And I think what we're going to try and do is take four or five of those every week and give you our insight because like i said we've been winning all this money from thrive fantasy and we want to share that with all of you so thank you so much for uh for joining us today and joanne you want to give us your social media so people can follow you (laughs) at kung fu for you that i'll pretend that i'm joanne it's at kung fu for you on twitter so feel free to follow her uh and uh and and for for all, all her tweets and you can find me at FB Garbage Time on Twitter. And again, thank you for joining us and thank you for wasting time with us. And until Thursday, tune into our regular episode on Thursday where Trevor and I are going to do our breakdown and preview of the Week 11 games as well as talk about that Washington football team win against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and a whole lot more. So until then, enjoy your NFL week. Bye.